Broadcasting live to the world now, it's Sheila Zelensky. This is a very sinister Luciferian eugenics plan. These spineless weasels preach what people want to hear. They replace repentance with dreams of the good life. Dying daily, taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with name it and claim it. Sheila Zelensky. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the Sheila Zelensky show today. Hey, listen, so we've put our stuff back up on YouTube. We had so many people asking for us to put stuff back on YouTube. I know Rumble's challenging, and we did. So this is the third and final channel that we're going to attempt. So let's see how that goes. You can go to SheilaZelinsky.com. And if you go to the listen page, you can find a variety of ways to listen. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and to Rumble as a backup because you know what they did to our last two channels. Again, go to SheilaZelinsky.com. Podomatic is the main podcast. Make sure you do subscribe to that and the videos on Rumble and YouTube. Make sure you smash the bell on the YouTube and get notifications. And make sure you're staying in the loop. I send out an email every week with new shows, latest guests, and hot topics. Please do make sure you go to SheilaZelinsky.com. Scroll down to the bottom and sign up. Just put your email in there and you will get my weekly newsletter in your email inbox. And would you become, if you're not already a partner of this ministry, would you support this important ministry? I think you'll agree that it is very much worth supporting. Will you get behind it, please? And I want to thank those of my supporters who do support the ministry. Thank you so much. And just know that we pray for you every single week. Well, I want to jump into an incredible show today. It's really going to bless you. I brought in who I kind of consider to be sort of my own personal pastors. They've been in deliverance ministry almost 50 years, and I just consider them to be incredible mentors, and I love them so much. And I'm really noticing a spirit lately, and it's kind of a common theme in almost every one of my emails and social media I get a lot of people that reach out to me, phone, email, social media, even through the website contact. And one of the biggest spirits I'm seeing, well, these two are going to teach on that today. It is the one and only pastors, Sharon and Monty Mulkey from WCCD.com. That's Western Colorado Church of Deliverance, formerly West Coast Church of Deliverance. It is Monty and Sharon. Well, listen, Monty, you take it away. I'm going to hand you the mic This powerful teaching is really about the spirit of fear, and I don't think people really understand it. So I'm going to pass you the mic, and you pass it over to Sharon when you're ready, and you guys can throw it back to me at the end. Okay, (laughs) definitely. Thank you for that introduction. Fear is such a large area, and it's a common area. So many people battle it and don't even know that they're battling it. And quite often, fear is mistaken as an emotion. But it's much more that. In fact, Scripture actually calls it a spirit. In Second Timothy one seven, and I love starting with this verse. Probably one of our favorite verses that we use for battling fear. It says, "For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind." So God didn't give you the fear. Where did it come from? It is a spirit, an evil spirit of fear. The problem when people think it's just an emotion is they try to battle it emotionally 
and it's a spirit, and the, the only thing you can do to battle a spirit is to use the weapons that Jesus Christ gave us, and you need to bind it and cast it out. The things that you're afraid of, you need to begin to take authority over it by just saying, Father, in Jesus' name, I bind the spirit of fear, and I order it to leave me in Jesus' name. And what's great about this Bible is that it actually lists so many different kinds of fears that we can look at and study. People have fears that are work-related on, on the job. That can be very crippling, you know, if you're always afraid that you're not measuring up or afraid you're going to fail, afraid you're going to lose your job. You make decisions that act accordingly into so many fears. There's fear of change, and this is a very common fear. People just hate and resist changing things. Fear of failure, one of uh, men's most common fears, the fear of failing. Fear of the unknown fear of death, fear of speaking up. Actually, they say in the world of phobias, the fear of public speaking ranks right up there to number one fear, fear of talking in public, fear of losing control, fear of making decisions, fear of being rejected, fear of fitting in. Those are just a few areas of fear. Stresses and pressures, you know, uh, is everybody watching you and it's so elusive sometimes and it's so devastating. I tell people, if you're afraid of Making a mistake, well, it's too late, so you just will go forward because we everybody makes mistakes and we make them all the time. That's how we learn. Once you challenge fears with things like that, what I just said, often you're on the road to begin to overcome it. One thing also that we found in our own personal deliverance from alcoholic spirits was alcoholic fear. And a lot of times the husband may be the one that's drinking and this, but the wife has her own set of alcohol spirits and a lot of them are fears the alcoholic mm -hmm. um so she'll have to deal with the fears so there's alcoholic fears <clears throat> one other thing that people talk about is that's just irrational why are you afraid of spiders fear is fear people yeah. feel fear and you can't minimize someone else's fear because maybe you don't have that like i don't have right. a fear of flying but a lot of people do so yeah. i think we need to take it seriously when someone says i'm afraid of that and don't yeah. chide them or belittle them just say okay you have that but there's something that we can do about that so true. some other common fears monty that you've talked about a lot in your messages inadequacy fear of not measuring up fear of i'll never be enough uh, and the fear of yeah. being shamed or embarrassed people will do anything not to be shamed or embarrassed and a lot of times this gets them in trouble because they start to compromise on their values and their morals right fear of things and so they begin to tell a lie or something if they're afraid of getting caught or found out or exposed they may end up telling a lie it just keeps spiraling down and there's also the fears of the opposite gender uh, sometimes when i minister to groups of either just men or just women we call out that spirit of fear of women you'd be surprised how many men no matter how tough they sound have a fear of women fear of intimacy fear of getting close fear of connection fear of commitments Sometimes people don't even get married even though they're in love with someone because they have such a fear that it, something could go wrong. The man may say, yes, I like to get married and this and that, but there's just something inside them where they can never take that step to ask that person to commit to them. And this fear of commitment is a very tormenting spirit for a lot of people, isn't it, honey? Yeah, 
it, it is very, yes, we know people that battle this their whole life, you know, and they even move past the, you know, the years of, which are really great years for getting married. They wait too long and it gets harder and harder to find somebody that actually is compatible or something because they fear just keeps making them postpone things. One of the things that's real common is the fear of abandonment. And yeah. this uh, can really make people act really irrational in a lot of ways. But this fear of abandonment is under different, a lot of behavior that you might not suspect it. Yeah, there's and kind of the area that we're talking about is relationship fears, which they are devastating in relationships. You just can't have a close, intimate relationship when there's fears, fear of being hurt, fear of, of anything. In fact, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, love thinketh no ill will, and perfect love casts out fear. So in relationships, fear is a real relationship killer. Jealousy, for example, is often a fear of being replaced. And when you have one spouse that's just so loaded with jealousy, it puts in an inordinate amount of stress on a marriage. And one thing we found, too, is that if there's a, a spirit of adultery in the family, or if your parents got divorced, it can come in that way. But we have found a family line curse of adultery a lot of times brings in this spirit of jealousy. It can attack either the man or the woman. It seems to make the men very possessive. We say the lady can't go to the bathroom without her husband there, you know. But one thing to realize with that fear being replaced, a lot of times it's connected to family line adultery. Right. That and many spirits of fear are inherited. And, for example, a, a young lady can inherit the spirits of fear that her mom has. And likewise, the, the guys get their dad's fears. And so often these run um, several generations deep. Well, yeah, a real good example is, it's like if your mom is afraid of the water and she's trying to give you swimming lessons, um, young children really pick up on the fears of their parents and the people around them. And sometimes yeah. the kids, they act out and the parents think they're being brats, but really what they're doing is they're just sensing and feeling fear mm -hmm. and insecurity or like the fear of the water well then the kid gets afraid of the water for no reason so yeah exactly fear can be a type of control and parents especially mothers that are extremely fearful of something control and hold back kids and kids can get rebellious because of that or their life can literally get arrested and held back because of living under the control of somebody else's fears I think we see arrested development come in a lot of times with that working in cooperation with that fear. The child is never allowed to take risks. It's like, yeah. oh, Johnny can't ride the bike. Simple things like that. Not letting the kid fall and scrape and learn how to roller skate. And yes, he may yeah. skin up his knees. That's part of the process. But, you know, God makes all that stuff grow back. Exactly. Yeah. Or people do insane uh, medical practices because they're afraid of getting sick. For example, when sometimes the best thing for a child is to actually have a disease like flu or mumps or measles or something. It, it's not life-threatening, and but uh, they've taken to the hospital or a doctor on every single little runny nose. You know, I've done so much research on vaccinations and the effects of vaccinations on our kids. And what they found, 
that you will never read in any government report is that actually kids that are allowed to have childhood diseases, their immune system gets stronger. And a lot of these kids were taller and even their IQ had increased. Fear Mm -hmm. is the number one tactic of Satan used in any way to make you comply with his program. The devil's kingdom operates with fear and God's operates with faith. And so you have to challenge fears these demons and choose to live according to decisions of faith, not decisions of fear. Let's go to one that people may have heard of that they might be surprised is, and they hear this in church, probably that's where they would hear it, is, oh, the fear of getting prideful. Now, what would you say to that? Yeah, God has the ability, the Holy Spirit does, to keep one humble because... (laughs) It says God resists the proud. He resists the house of the proud. And often this happens where people mistake confidence for pride. And there is a spirit of spiritual pride, but it's sad because people that fear that throw their confidence away, which is the basis of faith. It's really going to hold back your spiritual walk. You're you're not going to choose to do things that God might have you do out of fear that something might happen and be better to go ahead and do that. God will take care of, if you get too big for your britches, God has a way of humbling you. Fears that we've prayed for, for people, uh, you know, the fear of being hurt. This can be emotionally, physically, but this spirit is a strong spirit. And I think men have it too, not just women, this fear of being hurt again if they've been rejected in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. As they, they may act all tough and prideful, whatever, but men hurt just as deep as women do. And once they have a deep scar, deep emotional wound, they will do extraordinary things to not let that get touched or get hurt again. Women think they have to look like Twiggy and Barbie and all these things. And so women think they have to look like that. And so yeah. these spirits really drive people. And I mean drive. They just drive and harass yeah. and torment. I was just going to say that's one of the things scripture says that fear hath torment. It's a spirit and they are very, very, very tormenting. And bondage, again, to fear, it's like a three-stranded cord, isn't it, Monty? When when we pray, we always come against anxiety, fear, bondage, and torment. Fear is just so crippling in so many ways. Fear always costs you something, and it actually is it's a very high cost what you pay by allowing demons of fear to operate in your life. 1 John 4, 18 says there's no fear in love. And actually, if you're fearing your ability to love yourself or your spouse or other people is greatly hindered. And then it goes on, but perfect love casteth out fear. One of our greatest weapons against the spirit of fear is agape love. It says, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made mature in love. We go from there, uh, arrested fears, and anytime you're arrested in your development or these spirits are working in your life, you're not going to have very good close relationships. There has to be trust, agape love, and confidence, assurance, everything to have good, close, intimate relationships and allowing fear to continue on or not getting the deliverance from that. It's going to cost you relationships and probably the ones that you've already entered into, somebody that you really deeply love, but yet fear is going to cause you to run away so you don't get hurt. 
It causes people to get divorced instead of working out their problems. Um, you know, I've dealt with many marriages where one spouse is always running away because they're afraid that something might happen, even though that was never on the horizon to happen, but they're afraid that it might. It's just sad how tormenting fear is, and there's a high cost to allowing fear to continue in your life. Well, you know, when you talked about relationships, the first relationship is people having a relationship with God. And a lot of times fear is already sabotaging the relationship that God, our Father, wants with us, especially fear-based religions like Catholicism. God being angry at you all the time. and But those spirits are very, very big and deep in folks that have uh, gotten saved and come out of the Catholic Church. Those spirits work to try and keep you f- from receiving the love of the Father. And then what if right. God calls you into the battle, says, come, I want you to be in a warfare for me. And it's like, oh, no, yeah. I can't do that. So fear, fear is really fear keeps a lot of people yeah. out of the battle. Yeah. People say, well, I'm afraid of the demons. And I, we say, why? They're just demons. You have authority over every single one that's out there. So what's, they should fear you. Because yeah. the keys of life and death are held in God's hands. They cannot kill you, yeah. but they'll try um, that one on you. Yeah, well, that's the worst thing that they could do anyway, and and the the fear of losing salvation ties right into that. This is where needing to understand eternal salvation, not temporary salvation, is so important, because when you know that you're saved, and you're saved, that you're saved, and you're going to heaven, you're not afraid of what the demons can do. Pastor Wynn used to say, well, fine, I'll go to heaven, I'll tell God you helped me get here. The demons should fear and tremble, not us. And that's what we're here to do, is just encourage people that, yes, the scripture says we have power and authority, but you have to start and gain experience little by little. And as you gain experience and you conquer and cast out one fear, then that Mm -hmm. builds your confidence and you'll go on to the next one. Exactly. So that's what we're here to do, is to encourage you to just start. Right. We tell people, they're only demons. You have authority over all of them. So uh, when they whisper something to you that they're going to take or whatever, challenge them. And that is such a good point. They can't do all the things that they tell you that they're going to do. And TV has done a lot to condition people that they have no control or power over these demons. And there's more yeah. demons and haunted house shows on the American TV than I've than Carter has pills, they say. But they all have the premise of, you can't find us. You have no power over us. You can't do anything, which just drives me nuts when I watch these shows. But they're conditioning people to think, no, you don't have any power over them. So I, right. I want people to be aware of that, that that's not true. That's false information. They're yeah. conditioning you. They, they really are. Let's give them, um, let me give them a few good verses, people. This is good. You need to jot these down and, and memorize them if you're battling fear. Psalm 27, 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. When you know that you are saved and Jesus Christ resides in your heart, the Lord is your salvation. Whom shall you fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Nobody, nothing. Um, one of my favorites is Psalm 56.3. When I am afraid, I will trust in thee, Lord. And that's so good. Whenever I was battling a fear, I would say, Lord, I'm my knees are knocking, but I choose to trust in you. And what we found with fear, the spirits of fear work in your nervous system, which 
then can activate any part of your body. You can get a tummy ache, a headache. Your heart can race, and all of it, all it is, is fears. Mm -hmm. But you need to use scripture. You cannot rationalize with a demon. You got to come at them and say. Exactly. What time I'm afraid. The scripture says, what time I'm afraid, I will trust in the Lord. There was a time when I said that probably, I don't know, maybe a hundred times a day. You need to memorize that's, scripture with fears. It's yeah, really that's important. That's the battle that you'll do during a day, battling it and just resisting it, overcoming it by choosing to agree with God's words and coming against them that way by using some of these favorite scriptures. Yeah. I think what would be helpful for people is, as you listen to us uh, share about fears, God may be bringing to your mind um, areas in your life that aren't really going well, and that the spirit of fear is the one that's calling the shots, making you do things and decisions that are all based out of fear. Like Monty always says, how many decisions do you make every day that's based out of fear? Well, from this day forward, be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Ask God to make you sensitive to that or to tell you, say, well, you're doing that out of fear. God will help you. He is for you. And it doesn't matter if you're the only one. God is so gracious and kind. He wants to help you in this battle with fear. He certainly does. People need to identify what their fears are because until they begin to examine their life and even look for fear, they don't realize how often fear is living through their life. It's making their decisions or choices. Sometimes I talk about that, tell people, fear tells people what to dress, what kind of clothes to wear in the morning. Like the fear of being rejected, well, I'll wear loose-fitting clothes because I don't want somebody to see that I'm overweight. Things like that. Fear dictates what to eat in a day or when to eat. There's so many things. We have people that couldn't come to church because they were afraid to drive on the freeway. Fear just limits people and robs, steals, kills, destroys, just like Shannon was saying earlier. It's not friendly. And one of the consequences of fear is that as you allow fear to manifest through your body, it literally poisons and creates its own toxin which piles up and you will eventually get sick. People get physically sick and if they've had a whole lifetime of unaddressed fears, they end up get, having uh, ailments and sickness. And we see the results of that in the hospital all of the time. You know, the ulcers and the neuritis and the rashes and the unexplainable aches and pains that people carry. And yeah. it's going back to fears that have made your body secrete things that mm. weren't supposed to be secreted in those amounts. And they say yeah. stress is really the number one killer. But stress is not caused from the things outside. It's caused by how we handle them on the inside. Right. And that doesn't mean that you throw out common sense. I, you know, I hear people think, well, I, there's a balance where you live peacefully and not you're not going to drive 120 miles an hour because you don't no longer have a fear of death. That's against common sense. That's uh, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we don't get afraid of fears to get stupid. No. <laughs> right. Well, I think another fear is, and it's one of the best-selling booklets, is nighttime visitors, but nighttime fears. Kids and even adults. I've worked in the hospital with 80-year-old people who won't let me turn the light off. They're afraid of the dark. And then there's the animal fears, you know, spiders, snakes, dogs. I mean, I don't like snakes, but. Uh, you don't have to like them, but don't be afraid of them. 
you know, a lot of insomnia is just having no peace. And, you know, God says, well, let the peace of God rule in your heart. Well, it's a little bit hard when your heart is full of fear and anxiety. And a lot of people can't sleep. The end time fears and the things that we study and see, they may all be correct and true, but there's only so much we can do about that. Ultimately, protection, it boils down to following God and what God is going to do or not allow the enemy to do or not do. They've been wanting to take over the earth for centuries and God just keeps saying, not yet, not yet. Well, and that's one thing, though, is in Deuteronomy 28, people really have to take seriously these spirits of fear. God knows that if you're earnest in wanting to be free, he will just go to the ends of the earth to help you. But if you hear about a way to get rid of fear and you go, oh, yeah, manana, manana, or whatever, then you're really asking for trouble. But because it says in Deuteronomy 28, and the officers shall speak further unto the people and they shall say, what man is there that is fearful and faint hearted? Let him go and return unto his house, lest his brother's heart faint as well as his heart. The thing with fear and God not allowing people with fear to kind of be on the front line, so to speak, is because fear transfers faster Mm -hmm. than any virus you've ever known. And it's very demoralizing. And the word demoralized means to take the courage away. When people take their courage away, you know, the devil can run over them. So... If you're really serious about wanting to do do something for God, you've got to deal with fears. You'll never get very far in serving the Lord if your life is going to be lived on fear. It's so important. It's such a devastating enemy. Well, this is a two-point thing, and this is kind of like a whole other message in a way on how TV, what we, you know, the eye gates, ear gates, what we listen to, what we see, I would say you can rationalize to a point. What I always told my spirits of fear is like, I am not going to let you demons dictate to me my decisions. I'm not going to allow that demon to make that choice for me. I will let God make that choice for me. And that's one way you can begin to battle the paralysis that the fear can dictate. Uh, Actually, I did a booklet on that on what about the legal grounds, because some people say, well, the devil can never touch me. And that's not true because he can. David says they seek after my soul continually. And I think it boils down to is the person being led in their life by the Holy Spirit? And God may take us into decision places. I mean, it took Paul to his death, took him to jail. But if we're being led of the Holy Spirit, you're going to have the confidence and the faith and the protection versus doing things that are um, foolish or um, because, you know, we can make foolish decisions and the enemy can entrap us or kill us even. Yeah. One other area that we see fear operating is, especially now that the drug companies have been allowed to advertise their drugs on TV, they work with fear. And so what happens is these spirits of fear go out Mm -hmm. and like of cancer, a lot of times with the spirits of cancer, the fear of cancer has gotten into the person and then the disease come. So usually the fear of the disease or something comes first and then it opens the door for the real spirits of cancer to come in. And a lot of times people that have gotten a lot of deliverance from different types of fears, uh, their blood pressure goes down. The effects of fear on the body, it's a destroyer of our uh, mental health, our physical health, and our spiritual 
health. I mean, this spirit just knows no bounds. You have to realize that Satan is behind all of this, robbing, stealing, and killing. And deliverance isn't an event. It's a way of life. It's every day. You know, people want to go to a seminar and, oh, I'll get deliverance. It's, it's not an event. It's a way of life. There are no cookie-cutter answers. It's like you don't go to the doctor and get penicillin for you know everything that's wrong with you and this is why people need to be shown how to be led by their spirit each case is individual human beings are very complex there's no simple answers and people that say they're simple answers like five steps to this and six steps to that well they haven't really been in deliverance very long so each individual case you have to pray and say lord What would you have us to do? And that person should be instructed to seek God and ask the Lord, Lord, what would you have me to do? We try to help people's faith, encourage them that they have authority over all things. Jesus said, I have authority over all things, as well as demons, etc. You have authority over your own body. You can take authority. You know what? I disallow cancer going in my body in Jesus' name. And I command these cancer cells to just die. My faith, as of today... I could pray that and do that, and I have extreme confidence in it. But for someone who the cancer's already turned into a large growth, it, it gets more and more scary. And it, it's easier to just cast out the spirit before it actually literally has destroyed the body. Because once it's grown to a full-blown disease, now they need a healing and deliverance. And God does that at times. And, you know, God's ways are past finding out. But people have really gotten such a distorted view of salvation, healing, and deliverance because of the the witchcraft charismatic movement, where that is such a perversion of God's way of salvation, healing, and deliverance. But again, God teaches us personal responsibility. It's our responsibility to seek him and say, Lord, what would you have me to do? Be cautious of people that have these cookie cutter answers and cliches and things because most of the time they leave people disillusioned, disheartened, and they get mad at God and it's over for their life instead of helping them to say, well, let's pray about it. You know, one of the foundational things that the devil uses is this fear of death. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can do deliverance on one area, if I could get the fear of death out of people where they that's gone and they're no longer afraid of leaving this earth because they know that to leave this body is to be present with the Lord. When you get rid of the fear of death, it completely changes your whole outlook toward any kind of sickness that you might get. It's like, Okay, if I get cancer tomorrow, well, that I get to go to heaven soon. You know, might be my attitude. When you're not afraid of dying, there's not the power in any sickness or disease. You're you're able to make decisions based on faith much easier than on fear. This is a profound spirit. I mean, that's why the whole new age, uh, new world order, is wanting to stay alive forever. They're so afraid of dying, and I think people are making a lot of decisions in life be- out of the fear of dying and the fear of death. This may be a real good place for people to start. I also want to mention that we've done messages, and we've done a deliverance. On and called out viruses and the things that people have gotten in vaccinations. Um, 
there's a lot of resources that we have that the Lord has shown us, and it, we've proven it works on the deliverance floor, and many, many people have gotten rid of these viruses. Many people have, I mean, they've gotten deliverance from so many diseases that was not symptomatic in them yet at all. So they never even have to go through any of that. So I would encourage people to take advantage of that and you know in proverbs 29 25 it's the fear of man brings a snare but whoso puts his trust in the lord shall be safe and dealing with the fear of death causes you to have this fear of man and you'll do what any man or woman tells you so i think you really hit the nail on the head honey with this fear of death people don't realize how much this is driving their life Right. When you're not afraid of dying, and it's like, okay, I'm going to die anyway, eventually you're going to die one day. But the thing is, you start making decisions out of a sound mind. It's a mind that can reason, it's rational, and God says, come and let us reason together. There's so much extremism in the body of Christ. You know, everybody's either in the left ditch or the right ditch. Kind of hard to keep the road on the car on the road because of this. But see, if you get rid of your spirits of fear, you get back on the road. You can hear his voice. People that have a lot of fear cannot hear God's voice. or that. St- and I don't mean yeah. talking. It That still small voice inside us say, do this or do that. So dealing with fears is critical for those that want to stay in the battle. Right. It's actually, if you read the Old Testament battles with the children of Israel, God promised those that would be willing to go to battle that he would protect them from diseases and death. And it's the people that refuse to do deliverance that do get sick more because it's one of the blessings that God gives to his warriors is uh, a better health. Every individual has to has to be led of the Lord, like, Lord, what would you have me to do? I know in my case, he did have me relocate, which I'm at peace where I re- relocated, but there is no safe place on earth. The safe place to be is in the center of God's will. I always try to boil things down to, okay, Lord, I heard this news. What would you have me to do? And there's just no substitute to being led of the Lord because for some Christians, God may say, you know, you need to run to the bomb shelter now immediately because it's going to land in a couple minutes. There's no substitute for being led of the Lord. If we're letting fear dictate to us and making our decisions instead of being able to trust the Lord, okay, Lord, I prayed about this. I feel this is what you would have me to do. That's why we decided to talk about fears tonight is because fear won't let you think rational when situations come upon you. It's like one person will come up to an accident and they'll go right to work getting that person saved, applying CPR, whatever they need. Another person stands there paralyzed. The other person runs away. Unless people deal with their fears, they will never be able to think and act on the word of God. The other side of it is if they're full of religious spirits, they're going to do all sorts of stupid things because they're full of delusion and deception. And they're going to think they're not going to do what's rational and prudent because they have deception working in their minds, telling them things that Mm -hmm. aren't true. And so this is why you got to get rid of fears on one hand, religious spirits, and then you'll be able to say, okay, what do we do, God? And he tells you, Pray Psalm 91, and so you yeah. do, and so you're safe, and so you you go on. But you see the importance of dealing with fears now. 
everybody will have their day of adversity. Days of adversity are guaranteed for Christians. They're going to come anyway. But you just don't want fear making your choices when those times come. I, yeah. I did a whole series on trust. If if it's trust-based, often that goes back to what happened in our parenting growing up. And that's a whole other area of needed deliverance to get to a place where you can trust God. Um, it's, it's one kind of um, a foundation of fear uh, where you can't trust God, so you take things into your own control. See, that's this is the a, thing that people need to understand about demons is they keep drawing you back to the fire to get burned. That's how evil and horrible they are. Is It's not that they're just in, but they keep drawing you into things that will destroy your life. Monty, one thing I want to mention is yeah. I commend people that tell the truth. I'm afraid of spiders. I'm afraid of this. Uh, there's uh, a theory going around that you shouldn't confess those things. And that's just lying. I command people who say, I have a fear of the dark. It's like, okay, because we can deal with that. So that's where you start is just by admitting it first to yourself. And then, you know, God already knows you got it, but admit it. And then we can start doing deliverance on the spirits. It started in the Garden of Eden. Uh, I mean, the first thing after they ate the forbidden fruit, they hid themselves because they were afraid. I right. mean, it's, it's, it's going to be because it's our warfare against the enemy. It's how his camp operates. Everything in the devil's camp operates with a major fear. And being able to recognize that and then learning the steps of deliverance where you begin to take authority over it, you resist it. If you have a particular fear, search the scriptures to find out, does God give you a promise for your certain fear? Right. I will never leave you or forsake you. And then when the spirit says, I'm going to leave you, it's like, no, God said. You know, always take it back to the demons and say, God said, and rub Mm -hmm. it in their nose. You're afraid of being attacked, raped, mugged, burglarized. You know, it's no, I will not be afraid of what man could do unto me. I will trust in the Lord. You have to find some scriptures that you can use that brings you a measure of comfort. Uh, Generally, Psalms and Proverbs are full of them and begin to. Uh, every time you have the feeling of fear, quote that back to him. But it begins with in da- battling fear that you start to take authority over it, instead of trying to talk with it or rationalize. Just say, you know, I bind you fear, fear of dying. I put my life in the hands of the Lord. My days are numbered according to him. Whatever God wants for me, I bind you spirit of fear of death. I'm not listening to you. And the more you bind it, the weaker they get. If it's a very strong spirit of fear that's paralyzing you, you're probably going to have to start off with just binding and loosing before you actually get it cast out. God wants his people to have love, peace, joy, sound mind. That's his desire for us. That's our part of our inheritance is to have power, love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. God wants that more than we want it even. Yeah. Exactly. Fear is a very deliverable area. Yes. It's when they've caused all kinds of damage, you know, or if the cancer's gone to stage four, that makes it harder. If the person is already uh, mentally insane, that's harder to get rid of than a spirit headaches. So fear is is, uh, as tormenting, as troubling as they are, it's very deliverable. If you begin to resist it, tell the demons, no, I choose to have faith in my God. Though he slay me, yet I will serve him. Well, 
let me begin by saying, those of you that are listening, even though I may not mention your particular spirit of fear that you're battling, if you will just tell it in your mind to leave you while we're doing the warfare prayers, tell it to get out. It doesn't matter whether I list your fear or not. We're taking authority over all demons, and you have authority over yours as well. Just agree with us. Go go along with us. Just take a deep breath, command it in your mind to get out, and take a breath like you're choosing which side you're going to be and that you want it out. And we'll do that. And Sharon and I'll probably bounce back and forth naming different spirits of fear. But it doesn't matter whether or not we name your particular fear. It can still go tonight. Let's come before the presence of the Lord then all together, get on the same plane here and let the enemy know what we're doing. And then we'll, uh, we'll finish off the program tonight by just doing some deliverance. Father, we come into your presence in Jesus' name. And we're coming tonight for the purpose of deliverance, and particularly, Lord, with spirits of fear. Lord, but if there's other things that are supposed to leave, especially in the audience tonight, Lord, we ask that you have mercy and that you would bring deliverance to your people. Lord, Jesus came to set the captives free, and we pray that, Father, whatever they're agreeing on, Lord, we agree with them. And as we take authority over the enemy, you demons must come out of God's people and lead them tonight when we give the command. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the power of his shed blood, we order you demons to come out in Jesus' name. You and every family member, demon, every spirit of fear that we name, you must come out of the God's people tonight in Jesus' name. We take authority over every spirit of fear tonight in Jesus' name, and I command that you loose God's people and come out. Just take a couple deep breaths, people, and blow them out. On every spirit of fear, come out right now. Fear of death, fear of sickness, fear of dying, fear of premature death. You come out right now. Loose God's people. Just take a deep breath. Breathe them out, people. Come on, let's go all the way out. Fear of failure, fear of being ashamed, fear of being embarrassed. Come out all the way out. Fear of cancer, fear of sickness. In Jesus' name, we take authority of you. You come out. All the spirits and everything associated with it, every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of death, premature death, you come out in Jesus' name right now. Loose God's people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every spirit of paralysis that accompanies fear in Jesus' name, you come out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever's on top, Come on, up and out. Loose God's people. Come on, all the way out. Fear, fear of people, fear of places, fear of things. Come on, come on. All yeah, the fear, fear in the rejection. relationships. Yeah, yeah let's go. Fear, on, all that fear fears, of rejection. Animate fears, fear of, fear of separation. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Fear of being alone. Come on, all the way out. Fear of the spirit of loneliness. Come on, everything in the area of relationships. Come on, all the way out. Move. Jealousy fears, alcoholic fears, arrested fears. Come out in Jesus' name. Fear of being hurt again. Fear of emotional pain. Fear of being abandoned, forsaken in Jesus' name. The fear of man, fear of being raped, fear of being murdered, brutalized, can't sleep with the light off in Jesus' name. Fear of the dark, come on, come on right now, all the way out. We order you demons to come out, loose God's people right now, come on, move out. We take authority over you. We have authority over you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command you to leave. Come out right now, come on, all the way out, come out all the people in Jesus' name. Move. Fear of being left and abandoned and forsaken, come out right now. Move. All that fear in the relationships right now, fear of being left, fear of your spouse leaving in Jesus' name. Come on, come on all the way out. Move. Let's go. Come on all the way out. Fear of being divorced. Come on all the way out. Move. 
move but in fear Jesus. disapproval all the fears of disapproval disapproval all the jobs that you uh, fears on your jobs fear of authority all the job fears all job related fears come out right now in jesus christ's name come on fear of running out of money come on fear of running out of money come on just fear of running out fear of running out of food running out of money fear of separation all of those uh fear of disappointment all depression fears, let's go too in Jesus' name. And I come against all the fears of diseases, of catching cancer. Oh, I'm going to get sick and die. And all the fears that the people have picked up from what the medical association is telling them, you get out of the people now in Jesus Christ's name. Up. Come on. All fears all associated up. with diseases, fear of cancer, fear of death, fear of dying, fear of man, fear of the doctors, fear of the doctors, um, right not being able to say no to the doctor. Go now in Jesus Christ's Jesus name. name. Yeah, all of these, go. Inability to say no. Come on, let's go. All the end time fears. Jesus name. Yes. Come on. Come on, all the end time fears. And fear Father, plagues, we come against all of the uh, infirmities and stuff with the Catholic spirits that separate people from the love of God. All these spirits that separate the people from the love of God and that won't let that love come in and deal with the fears. Go now, in Jesus' name. Come on. Oh, come all on. the family line curses of Catholicism and all of that. Let's oh, go. The fear out. of being deceived come out now in Jesus okay. Christ's name. All it related spirits and truth. Go, come on. Breathe them out, people. Come on. Insecurity, inferiority. Come on. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, come on, let's go. Push no up. confidence, Worry. worries, anxieties. All the fears in the heart and in the intestinal tracts where you failing for fear. Go now. That's right. Men's hearts failing the them heart. for fear. Let's go. Push them. All the arrhythmias yep. and everything in the heart. And heart failure, congestive heart failure. And out of the lungs, too. All and the fear in the lungs out. giving people asthma and breathing disorders and COPD. You come out of the lungs now in Jesus Christ's name. Jesus Wherever name. you're located in the body, you go now, fear. We command that fear you of out death now. and fear of pain. Get out. Come on. Oh, Come on yeah. All the way out. Move. Move in Jesus' name. Come on. All the fears. Fear of death and fear of dying. You're going to die someday. Come on. Come on, let's go all the way out. Come on, you don't Come have on. to fear graduating to be with the Lord. Come on, let's go. Every one of you, up and out, up and out. Jesus' name. Come on, the handle of fear. Destruction on you. We lose Jesus. angels, hooks in your jaws, and pull you out now in Jesus' name. Fear of public speaking. Come on, Come on, let's go. Fear of talking. Come on, all those uh, uh, timidity spirits and insecurity. Come on, hanging your head. Jesus' name. Come on, fear all the way of, out. Fear of persecution come out right now, too, in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. Fear of persecution. All of that fear. out now in Jesus Christ's Jesus name. name. Fear of the devil. Fear of battle. Fear of demons. Oh, fear and the of devil. demons, come on. yeah. Come on, all the way out. Come on. Move. He's a defeated foe. They're only demons. Come on. Let's go. You demons, get out. Come on, right now. Fear of the devil. Fear of your children dying. Come on. All of those fears that grip a mother, you get out now in Jesus Christ's name. It makes you over-possessive and over-protective of your kids, which is not good for them. Mm -hmm. Come on. All those fears get out now in That's Jesus' right. name, on, having to do with on, your kids. Go now in Jesus Christ's name. Go. Move, come move. on. Every one of you go. You can loose the angels to be around your kids all day long, and they will protect them and help them. Procrastination. All spirits of procrastination come out now, too, in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, every one of you, up and out. Let's go. Yep, all the paralysis. Come on, come on. Oh, claustrophobia and agoraphobia. 
Yeah. Fear of being in closed spaces, tight spaces. I can't be in closed up spaces. Come out now in Jesus Christ's name. Yeah, Jesus' name. Come on, all the way out. Mom, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Mom, let's go, demons. Come on, all the fear. Lord, we lose power, love, and a sound mind. Faith, hope, love, in Jesus' name to go and minister to your people. Give them confidence, assurance, and strength over their fears in Jesus' name. Come on, all the way out. Sudden fear. Yep, um, sudden fear. Let's go. Come on, sudden fear, sudden fright. Come on, all of it. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Push em, Bondage push again to fear. Come on, all the fears in Jesus' name. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. I choose not to fear in Jesus' name. Come on, let's go. Move, hero Israel, as you approach the day of battle. Let not your hearts faint. Do not fear. Do not tremble. In Jesus' name, I choose to not tremble. I will not let fear make choices for me. I will not let other people's fears make my choices. In Jesus' name, you spirits of fear, come on, come on, move out. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every spirit of fear that people are battling, we order you to go. Loose God's people, come out of them. Go where the Lord Jesus Christ sends you right now. In Jesus' name, move. Fear of the people, fear of being with people, fear of being alone. Come on, all the fears. Yeah. Fear of intimacy, fear of commitment, come on, all the way out. Fear of making a decision, come on, all that indecision, paralysis. Fear of taking a, a, a risk, can't make a choice, come on. Come on, come fear on, of go. disapproval, come on, breathe them out, people, in Jesus' name, come on, move. The word demon, devil, spirit is the same as word for breath, and they will come out with your breathing passageways. Come on, let's go. Fear of failing, fear of making a mistake. All the fears that have just traveled yeah. down the family line. And Mother's let's go. fears, Come on. your father's fears. Right. All on, the inherited go. fears. Go now in Jesus Christ's name. Go. go. Get out now in Jesus' name. All in those Jesus inherited name. family line spirits, you get out of the people of God now fear in of the Jesus devil, name. Fear of the battle, fear of being hurt, fear of pain. On, let's move. go. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Fear all of the, the fear. Fear of losing everything. Come on. Let's yes. go. Come on. Yeah. All the way out. Well, if you do, you just start over again. Boil it down. What's the worst thing the devil can do? What are you going to do if that does happen? Let's go, demons. Come on. All the fears come out. Move. Move in Jesus' name. Root core fears. Relationship fears in Jesus' name. The fear of intimacy. Fear of being found out. Jesus' name. Come out. Come out, demons. Come on. All the way out. All decisions on, based on go. fear. Mm -hmm. Come, Come on, on. Let's go. Lack, want, insufficiency, need, all of those fears. Get out now in Jesus' name. Fear of running out. Let's go. All of it. Come on. All the wounds that these fears have started to create, the wounds, and they festered. We ask that you would go in and heal the wounds of the people that have been caused from trauma and uh, accident injury and all types of destruction on every way, Father, we ask that you'd heal the wounds as these spirits of fear leave now in Jesus Christ's name. In Jesus' name. Come on, all the way out. Fear of death. Come on, all the way out. Come on, Scripture says they love not their lives unto the death. Come on, I gave my life to the Lord. Though he slay me, yet I will serve him. Come on, move, move. You have to choose. You're going to die sooner or later anyway. Come on, get, get over the fear of dying. In Jesus' name, get past it. Push that spirit out. Tell the demons, you know, my life is in his hands. Move, Actually, move. a Christian never dies. We never die. We just relocate. Right. We just go home. So you don't really die, even people. You just go home. Come on, let's go. That's Push right. them out. Come on, let's, go. let's go. Come on. Let's come go. On. All the fears in Jesus' name. Whatever you're tied to, wherever you came from. Come on. All the inherited fears from your mother and your father, ancestral fears. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Move. 
Every out. type and every kind. Go now. Let's Jesus go. name. Loosen. Get out. Run, All these run. end time fears. People are getting rich off of this stuff. Come on. Go. Right. And they're not telling the people how to live yeah. a sane life. Let's go. Come out. And all these end time fears and They never all give you real stuff. things that you can do. Right. Yeah. Fear of the dark. So all the lies that fears tell you in Jesus' name. If you want to be safe, shut the light off. You're safer. They can't see you then. Well, that's one of the yeah. lies they tell you. You're safer if you turn the light on. Not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, the Lord, we good. lose the spirit of truth in Jesus' name to go and expose every lie that the spirit of fear is telling the people. Right now, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we loose the angels and the warrior angels now to go and start gathering up all the fragmented parts of your soul. Angels, go now wherever their soul has been fragmented, torn, ripped. We loose the angels to go and start bringing the fragmented part of your mind, will, your body, spirit, the soul back to you now in Jesus Christ's name. We cut, sever, and break all of the demonic soul ties that are holding you down and all of the demonic soul ties. We cut, sever, and break you never to rejoin to you now again in Jesus Christ's name. And all the voices in the people's heads, get out now in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. And you just drive them crazy. Get out. And all yeah. the insanity and madness. Go now in we Jesus Christ's name. We hope into them in go. Jesus' and name. Peace. I break off all the hypnosis that people are under. Command their minds to wake up in Jesus' name. No one can hold you back from having a relationship with God. But if you live under hypnosis, it continues to pull you down. And the God of this world blinds your mind. So we just command the people to come out of that hypnotic state now in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, all of that hypnosis going, all the spirits of sorcery that are working with this vaccination yeah. thing. Sorcery, it says he drives the diviners mad when the divination and all the spirits of witchcraft that are in there working. You get out now too in Jesus christ every one of you demons you get out of the people now you get out now we have all power all authority now get out now in jesus christ's name we destroy that now in Jesus' name. And we lose chaos, confusion, and the spirit of the Midianites where you'll go and, and devour each other. And the angels go, dethrone them. We cut, sever, and break their communication lines with each other now in Jesus' name where they can't give orders and they can't receive them now in Jesus' name. I lose rebellion in the ranks of the demons where they rebel against all the orders that they get now in Jesus Christ's name. We take authority over all of these spirits, Father, the lies in Jesus' Jesus' name, I lose angels to go and tear up their plans, Jesus' name, hinder, block, cancel all their plans in Jesus' name. And all these rulers of fear, fear of all types, we just lose as many angels as is needed to go and take your thrones, your whole network of fear, control by fear, everything works with fear. And we lose the angels now to go in and totally obliterate you in Jesus' name forever and ever. Lord, we thank you. Give you all praise and glory, Lord. We know that you're going to give us victory over these things in Jesus' name today. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sheila, for having us on. And it's our hope and desire that God's people can get free and go forward from this. Thanks a lot, Sheila, for having us. We love you. Thank you, Sharon and Monty. Folks, that was Pastors Monty and Sharon Mulkey, Western Colorado Church of Deliverance, WCCD.store. And thank you, everyone, for tuning into the broadcast. We have some really powerful shows coming up in the next days to come. Website is SheilaZolinsky.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you real soon. Good night, and God bless you.